Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. All right, here I am with Dan the man, my hey. dad, the color cart man, and you are the specialist out there on the nursery lot. Oh, and it's getting so exciting out there. It's <laughs> Oh, I just can't believe every time I in. see the semis backing up. I know. <laughs> how many semis? I mean, it's just how many in a day? What's the record uh, for well, how many semis have backed up? Yesterday we had two. So, oh, well, but, that's not much. But today we don't have any. So we have some time to put things out and get yes. the signs out. and, and uh, But we have another one tomorrow. So <laughs> it's, uh, it just keeps coming. It just comes continually. Yeah, and the stuff is so beautiful. It's so nice. I mean, it's... Well, what I was really impressed with last year regarding all the bushes, trees, shrubs, all mm. those things, was that it wasn't this mad frenzy of just in May. It was continual. I mean, oh, you had right. fresh plant material oh, sure. through the entire summer. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be out of what you need ever, you know, so. Right. And <laughs> I mean, I love gardening and we don't mm. want it to be just for one month of no. May. Oh, heck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So just to get fresh plant material, I know a lot of other places that I've kind of scoped out, uh, it seems like yeah. um, the stuff is arrives in May, yeah. and then uh-huh. that's what you have to pick from all and summer. if you don't long. get it that week that it arrives, it's pretty much dead because <laughs> they don't water it or they don't take care of it. It turns more like into a do. hospital than it does yeah. in a nursery. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the highlights because I know you work on this all winter long, of oh. really the selections and new varieties. Would, well, and now with the shortages and everything, we've been we started already last July placing our orders. For last spring. July, yes, like last year. Yes. Oh yes. my goodness! And yeah. securing the plants. We had, we had just put all our orders done by the end of August. Oh wow, that makes your life easy. <laughs> well, what did you do all winter? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this year it made it harder because there were so many plants that weren't confirmed, and then we had to look for them from you know oh, other sources. Yes, and yes, I mean, it was it was a lot more work. You wouldn't believe how much work it is getting the selection that we have. You know, because we buy from a lot of different nurseries, but not one nursery has everything that we need. Wouldn't that so. be nice? Well, life at its best is a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're living your best life. I've heard that before. <laughs> so, but it's just it's a fun struggle. <laughs> it's a fun struggle. Yeah, we get to do it together as a family. Yes, right. right. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorites that you just can't wait to tell people well, about? I want to talk about the ones that are early blooming spring ones because those are really exciting right now. You know, with the everything is a little late this year, obviously, but things are starting to pop now and uh, the plants kind of seem to know that it's that time of the year. It's It's so exciting (laughs) to see color. I know, yeah. And I wanted to talk about some of the early blooming shrubs first. How many hours do we have here? (laughs) (laughs) I do have to contain you because I know that you like to go on and on. Well, you know, and you guys, if you are hearing about these and it's, you know, we love the podcast, but we're also going to be doing more color carts where you can, oh, can yeah. actually see these. Yeah, uh, blue, mm, you know. right. Yeah, it, it's almost time to be doing one again. I think, but so. it's almost time. Yeah, maybe uh, tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm all for it. I'm ready. Just put my winter coat yeah. on and I'm all ready to go. <laughs> so, yeah, this time we won't try to have so much fun. Though. Oh, That's yeah. Fun. Don't stop having fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I first one I wanted to talk about was uh, Magical Gold for Scythia. This is a new for Scythia, that uh, new introduction mm. that we're going to be carrying this year. And the nice thing about it is the height. It only gets like three to four feet tall. Isn't magical gold yeah that yeah. is i mean especially to see that beautiful bright happy cheery yellow <laughs> color in the spring it's just like i'm here yeah. well the one nice thing about the cooler weather is that they do bloom longer when the weather's a little cooler so this year they should be, they'll be they're blooming. gonna be blooming for a long time yeah. let's hope they're not blooming in june <laughs> <laughs> yeah when's it gonna warm up again yeah and the other thing that's nice about this one it blooms on old and new wood so it blooms all the way from the top all the way to the ground. So. Okay, so this is a really good question. When people purchase this and plant it, mm. and people love to do all the grooming and trimming and cutting oh, sure. back and mm. stuff like that, do yeah. you, you because you're getting blooms on the old wood, yeah, right. you want to wait until it starts to go into bloom, or what's the recommendation? No, no, the best time care? to prune any shrub, any flowering shrub, is when it's done blooming. So, okay. So wait till it's done blooming completely, and then you can cut it back. If you cut it back, like in the fall, you're going to be cutting off all the buds where the blooms are going to be. Well, that's what people, I always see people out there snipping away out in yeah, the yard. Right. And like, okay, they think it's fall and just cut everything down. <laughs> I know I had a lady ask me one time, she was with her husband, and she said, what's, what's the best time to prune a, a forsythia? You know, and I said, well, you should really wait until the blooms are done. And then she poked her husband real hard. She said, see? <laughs> He had, he had pruned it in the fall, oh. and, and there was no blooms. So on when it. the blooms are done, got it. <laughs> I love that. The um. yellow is amazing. And it says extra large, oh, yeah, these golden are, yellow flowers. Yeah, these are I, the big I love large. These are the big ones. Yeah, you can see them from a distance. Yes, you know? that's what so, I want. And uh, we have lots of nice rhododendrons that we're offering right now, too. One of my favorite ones is because it's so reliable. It's an older variety, but it just performs so beautifully is the PJM. An oldie, but a goodie. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, this is one of the earliest blooming ones. Which oh, that's really a nice, nice. bonus. Yeah. PJM. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So. And it says part sun. So yeah. what does mm-hmm. that mean? Well, part sun means it shouldn't be an all day sun, you know, so. Oh, but, that's part. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. But I mean, does it matter yeah. if it's morning or afternoon? No, 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 that, you know. Um, five o'clock, either one, one my is fine. Times. Yeah, right. Either one is fine, but it, uh, it actually will take quite a bit of shade, you know, a lot more shade than people might realize. Maybe just avoid that like middle of the day heat. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the one that's really hard on them. So on the south side of a house, if you don't have any trees or anything like that, would probably be pretty hard on this plant. But okay. The rhododendrons have a real fibrous root system. They're real fine roots. So when you plant these and azaleas too, which what we're going to be talking about, make sure you use a lot of that, the gold mulch that we have, or that plant conditioner, the gold compost, you know, so okay. it, it really works great. And you can almost use it full strength, you know. And what, is, what does that do? Well, the root <laughs> systems are so fine, they just don't have the energy to poke through uh, clay. And, oh, I know. see. So it's just making sure that the soil is a lot easier for them to extend their roots. And yeah, right. Yeah. Good aeration. You know, they don't get a real wide root system, but the roots are real compact and they can dry out quite easily because of that too. So you have to make sure that you keep the plant well mulched and this uh, compost holds the moisture. The moisture better. Yeah, right. So. And we have that out on the nursery lot? 
Well, yeah, actually, we have four stacks right now. <laughs> four I would just put it right next to that rhododendron. <laughs> yeah, right, throw it yeah. right on the cart with I it. I don't let anybody get out of the, if they buy a rhododendron, they have to buy one of these bags. <laughs> well, because that you just want them to be successful with their plants, yeah, right? right? I, I mean, mean, there's no sense. That's our whole goal. Paying, you know, money for a plant and taking it home and not taking care of it. You know? Right, so, right. These are your a, pets, people. Give it a good home. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So going hand in hand with the rhododendrons yeah. um, blooming, I always love to see the azaleas too. Yeah, right. And one of my favorite, this is an older one too, which is, uh, it's called Karen Azalea. So, Karen, we all love yeah, Karen. Right. Isn't that beautiful? It only gets like two to four feet tall, which is really a nice size. Nice and, and look at the picture of this, the Karen Azalea. That, I can't even see any foliage. <laughs> it's all it's flower. Not an exaggeration. You know, actually, they do bloom before they get the foliage. Oh, that's why, because it's just, that's yeah, why I don't right. see any yeah, foliage. Because right. <laughs> there isn't any. Yeah. But it's, it's solid flowers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a big pink ball, you know, so <laughs> it's really gorgeous. And it says exceptionally hardy. I like that. Mm, yes. Yeah. It's actually a zone four and we're in zone five here. Yeah. Um, but then again, like you said, the roots is important to use the soil conditioner. Yes. Right. And mm. mulching. That's just going to mm. help all of your plants. Yes. Just right. with retaining that moisture. So, actually, if you have some pine trees in your yard, the pine needles make a great mulch for rhododendrons and azaleas. Or maybe you have a friend that's got a big pine tree there. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, people are always, or you can get them out of your gutters. There we go. So I could sell some at the end of my driveway, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so my my gutters are always full of needles from my neighbor's big pine tree. So I, when well, I he's clean giving the, them to you. As when a, I you clean know. the gutters, I put them around the rhododendrons. You, you know, yeah, don't throw. It's them a away. win-win. <laughs> so and then you know nobody can think of spring without thinking of lilacs mm, you know so. i just love that smell and the fragrance right the yeah. fragrance is so amazing i know we talked about the bloomerang last time the one that reblooms in mm-hmm. the spring and fall yeah but there are a lot of new smaller ones too one's called little lady isn't that a beautiful it's a real kind of it starts out a darker pink and then it gets a real light kind of pink fades out as it opens up more but uh, this kind of one, an ombre yeah <laughs> It only gets like four to five feet tall, you know, so it's it's not too overbearing. Well, what's nice, the blossoms are right about the height of your nose, you know. Yes, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) You can tell when people come out on the nursery lot and the lilacs are blooming, they start looking around like, where is that that fragrance coming from? Yeah, (laughs) it's just so amazing to smell that. (laughs) Because there's, I think that with a lot of hybridization that's going on with plants, Mm. uh, one of the sacrifices for their vigorous growth habit is they lose their fragrance. Oh, yeah. So to be able to smell these lilacs is just such a blessing. No, these are really packed with a lot of aroma. <laughs> aroma i love it yeah, little right. lady and they're you know longer blooming too with the cooler weather that makes them bloom longer so these are nice for like a hedge or individual planting i mean there's so many different ways that you can use these in your yard you know so we have a lot of some of the older varieties too but those get quite tall if you're looking for something for a screening these get about 10 to 12 feet tall and uh, one thing lilacs do not like is real wet soil so okay. if you you know Sometimes people like to plant them along the edge of their property, the bigger ones, for screening purposes. But sometimes those areas can be kind of wet if they're in a swale or something like that. So make sure you avoid that when you plant your lilacs. You know, they like a, a drier area. Could you add that conditioner there? Would that help with that? Or just uh, well, over time, I guess, um, inevitably? Yeah, that would maybe hold the moisture more. So I don't know. <laughs> Let's make that... it more wet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, there something that makes I think the best thing to do is just to plant it up on a higher area, <laughs> out, okay. out of the swale. All right. Yeah. We do have plants. If you have a swale in your area, you want to plant some things. We have 
have a lot of different plants we can talk about next time with uh, that dude. Swale gardening. Yeah, swale gardening. <laughs> rain garden. <laughs> oh, man. If you got a rain garden, it's probably going crazy it's really right now. really <laughs> doing great. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, and then that. Uh, this one I really, really like. This is this called Sensation. And it's, Sensation it's, Lilac. That's really pretty because it's like a bicolored flower. Is yeah, that right? right? Yeah, it's got a light little white edge on the purple flower. Like look like little stars. I know, yeah. Isn't that pretty? So, Sensation. Real fragrant and everything too. Those will stay a little smaller, but they're still 8 to 10 foot, you know, mm-hmm. so they're you know, larger than the dwarf ones. The, but, the ones that you've been talking but, about. Yeah, yeah, but it's, and they're, of course, real fragrant and everything. So. And these are all like, would you say full sun? Yeah. Mm, right. Yeah. Lilacs love a lot of sun. Yeah. They should definitely be in the sun. And how long will they bloom for? Well, it actually depends on how, uh, how, weather. how cool it is. Yeah. Right. The cooler it is, the longer they'll bloom. So right. Pretty much any of the <clears throat> spring flowers in any category, whether we're talking the, mm. you know, Bushes, trees, shrubs, I mean, even the annuals. Sure, right. They'll bloom a lot longer if it's cooler. Once it gets hot, they go out of bloom. And then we have other things that you can plant for them <laughs> when it starts getting hot. But yes, it might be quite a while before <laughs> we have when to is it get hot? worry about that. <laughs> we also have some magnificent flowering trees for spring. And the earliest blooming ones are the magnolias. Actually, we have this one called the Royal Star Magnolia. And yeah, they're so elegant. I know, yeah. It's just like solid flowers. It's just so beautiful. And uh, the nice thing, is it doesn't get that large. It only gets, a lot of the magnolias get real it's big. so big. Yeah. Right. And of course, those are nice if you have a bigger spot. But this is a nice one because you can put it on the corner of the house. Or, and it does have a fragrance, too. It's fragrant. Now, are all magnolias fragrant or just no, this no, Royal no. Star? Uh, or? Well, they might have a little fragrance, but... This one is the most fragrant. It's beautiful. It, yeah, they the flowers are smaller than the regular magnolias, but okay. they're but they're uh, this white color and real fragrant. And obviously, they look like a star. <laughs> oh, a star magnolia! How did they get that name? Yeah, yeah. star shaped. And any tips for growing your magnolia? I well, can see that it looks hardy. It's zone four oh, to yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sun. They're, they're very hardy. We all like yeah. sun. Well, again, if you're going to prune your magnolias, the only time you can prune those is when they're done blooming again. So don't prune those in the fall either because all these buds on these spring blooming plants that bloom so early, all those buds are formed already in the fall and then they go dormant. So if you cut off those buds, you're not going to have any flowers. <laughs> and we want flowers. Do you guys want flowers? Yeah, That's right. kind of important. <laughs> yeah. Other magnolias that I really like, there's the Anne magnolia. This is a nice one because it's a later blooming one. And you might say, what's, what's the, what, you know, what's the... What does later mean? Yeah, well, what's the advantage of having a later oh. blooming one? Is that, you know, if you're planting different magnolias in your yard, you can have early ones and late ones. So you extend the blooming time. But also the later ones are less apt to get frostbitten on the floor. Oh, you true. Yeah, right, yeah. So you, you don't have to worry about that I sacrifice. Know. Some of the earlier ones, if we get a late frost, they can damage the flower. You know? Yes, yes. And it doesn't really hurt the flower at all. It just it, it disfigures it a little bit. It gets a little brown edge around it. And, and, yeah, I've uh, seen that know. before. So, yeah. So, but isn't that a pretty color? And is a gorgeous shade yeah. of pink, for these sure. Are, these are huge flowers. They're really big. But the plant itself doesn't get that big. It's still only like 10 to 12 feet tall. Isn't that big? Yeah, it is. I love that. It's gorgeous. And uh, Jane is another one that I like. Well, you got a lot of lovely ladies out in the nursery. Oh, yeah. We got (laughs) Karen and Anne and Jane. Yeah, right. Where's Kara? (laughs) So, yeah, they named them after uh, all their daughters, I guess, or something. (laughs) Oh. 
but this is a kind of a cup-shaped one. This is more of a reddish purple, but a very large flower too. I think it's really gorgeous. And again, it's zone four, takes a lot of sun. Jane, you look pretty nice there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, the magnolias are great. I think it's always, I mean, just, you know, pick mm, one and... Yeah. <laughs> so, and we have, options. of course, you know, a lot of the red buds. I, I mean, I love the red bud trees. They're so delicate. Or even when they're not blooming, the leaves are like heart-shaped, you know. It just mm-hmm. looks like... It's such a friendly little tree, you know, so. Yes. And uh, we have lots of different, we even have a weeping one, a weeping. I love that. You know, that is one of my you've favorites. You've seen that one? Yes. The weeping one? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's I know. Our... I want that. <laughs> and when these are in flower, they're just like solid little, they're tiny, tiny, tiny flowers, but there are so many of them. It's just like solid color. It's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, they are. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. So this is the American red bud, and we actually carry one that's called the Northern Red Bud. It's actually from a nursery in Minnesota. <laughs> so, Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So from, ba- from Bailey's Nursery. And that is like really hardy. You know, so. That's great. Yeah. yeah right. Well, this then this one says zone four to nine. Yeah, so this is we're, zone we're four. We're really five right. B mm-hmm. right where yeah, but we if are you have here a real at Milliger, exposed but. area, you might want to go with the northern selection. But the red buds are uh, kind of an understory tree. They can be grown under big large trees if you have big old oaks or maples in your yard and you want a second layer there you can plant the red buds underneath that oh underneath it yeah because it does say part shade there yeah right yeah so yeah if you you know i go up and down main street here and in racine quite a bit (laughs) (laughs) on the way to church well all your landscape calls i don't know how many miles you put on a day oh my gosh Yeah, so, and um, it's so nice in the spring when you go down Main Street, you can see a lot of the red buds. When you get just a little north of the zoo there, there's a lot of them that are under big trees, and they do so beautifully, and they bloom so long, too. They're really great. This one is a little taller when it gets like uh, 15 to 20 feet tall. That so. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then, sometimes uh, we need height, Dad. We don't need everything to no, be, right, you know, no. <laughs> that has some well, variety. We have one, too, that's called Forest Pansy, and this one actually has a purple leaf. So, oh, that's very pretty. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, it's the same shape leaf and the same flowers and everything else. But in the summer, the leaves are purple, which gives you a nice color, you know. So. And then it even says yellow autumn leaves. So yeah, we're right. getting some yeah. nice. Uh, well, the, on all the red buds, the leaves turn yellow in the fall. They're real, real bright yellow, too. So it's very that's showy. That's great. Yeah, yeah, nice and showy and good mm-hmm. fall color. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, sun, part shade. Right. So you get more than just spring blooming. And some of the earlier blooming ones you all know about the flowering cherries in washington dc right <laughs> so that yes we're um, famous for we have so we have cherries that will grow here too flowering cherries the nice thing about flowering cherries is you know they're not going to get all the fruit that if you plant a cherry tree in your yard i guess if you want the fruit that's fine but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want a cherry tree yeah, that's i'll just, just go to the grocery store just ornamental <laughs> so and uh, this one i really like it's called the snow fountain and uh, well it just it does it looks like a fountain of flowers it? yeah it's, it's incredible a, it's a weeping one yeah so it just looks like all these branches are, are weeping down it's grafted up at the top there so it doesn't really get any taller but it just just that just branches just down hang like down gorgeous yeah isn't that something yeah, yeah it's so, one of my favorites and uh, this one if you plant this in your yard you have to promise me that you will put a light under it oh and highlight <laughs> Shiny, it yes. oh my gosh at, well, when it's blooming, it's fabulous. But even in the winter, when there's no foliage or no flowers on it, of course, the plant has such a great shape, you know. And uh, Do you have one of these yet in your yard? Uh, no. <laughs> Do I have one in mine? 
Uh, you do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. I don't, the snow fountain cherry. I don't have. Yeah. Do I? <laughs> I thought you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask my husband. He's the landscaper. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> On the, on, the, on the north side there somewhere? Oh, right on that corner? Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very pretty. Well, I know you're never home during the day. I know. I'm, actually, I'm not even sure if we live there anymore. Yeah, we're never there. Dark already. Yeah. yeah, maybe I should start planting my garden right here at Milliger's because yeah. this is where I am all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, these are these are spectacular. Yeah, so. I love it. Oh, so And, and then, these are, we're still talking spring blooming, right? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And one thing, you know, because they're grafted we have some shorter ones too some that are grafted on a shorter oh uh, i see stem, so it's not that if you're looking trunk. for something you think that's going to be more around five to six feet yeah tall? right yeah okay mm-hmm. but if you want a taller one we have them grafted on a taller one too so we all the different sizes whatever you whatever you need we have it <laughs> yeah we got it <laughs> then the quantum cherry is a really pretty one too that's a more of a pink blooming one and this is more of a tree form so it gets like 20 to 25 feet tall but again the blossoms are these are double blossoms they're they're real abundant flowers all over the whole plant and these are like a double pink blooms so the tree itself is kind of a vase shape so it has a nice shape more it's up, gorgeous more upright and uh, doesn't spread out real wide you know yeah the flowering cherries are beautiful yeah i so, love them so what do you think of those I'm pretty excited. I love that you're showing all of these beautiful blooms because yeah. the winter has been a little long. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just looking for color. You said has been. Has been. It, it, yeah, it's still going on, actually, <laughs> no, no, believe it or not. No, no. <laughs> but now people love to hear a little bit of history. Yeah. And um, I know you've been here for a couple years. Uh Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> when do I get my gold watch? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And I, I know, like, the nursery lot, of course, this is your baby. You yeah. really take a, yeah. a I, lot of care. I and, love it out there. I just love it out there. And helping people find the right plant, it just gives me a thrill to, you know, have somebody get excited about a plant, like, as excited as I am. And I know, know that you love to talk with people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you get into a lot of conversations. You like to tell a lot of jokes out there. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But is there any story that comes to mind, like one of the funniest questions maybe that you've ever had um, out there? I do have a question that's asked quite a lot out on the nursery lot, and I've developed a couple good answers. (laughs) One of them is, what is the best time of the year to plant a tree? (laughs) Oh, what is the best time to plant a tree? Yeah, hey, yeah, when's the best time to plant a tree, Dan? Well, I think like 8 o'clock in the morning is a really good time. That's great. That's so. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, just smile and start the day off right, 8 a.m. Yeah. But the real <laughs> the real best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. <laughs> right, because think about what we could be enjoying right I know. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, trees take a long time to develop. So, you know, the, uh, I uh, talked to a customer one time and they said, oh, we're saving up our money. We want to buy a big maple tree or whatever. And I said, in the time that you're trying to save this money, you could buy a, a less expensive maple tree and plant it in your yard and be like as big as the one you want. Yes, just enjoy <laughs> it. And I then, know. you know. Yeah, oh. so you don't have to have a great big tree to start out with. I mean, it's fun to watch them. Develop. I think it's amazing when you do, mm-hmm. um, like for even just thinking about our landscaping and how small those are, that whole row of arborvitas in the back, they oh. were just little babies. Yeah, I know. And now, I mean, it didn't, take any time at all no. i mean you know how uh, fast time goes but yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden we're looking out and we're like are those really our trees how yeah, fast that they grew over time I, I always tell people uh, you know 
a couple of years, you'll be coming in asking me how to prune these. <laughs> yeah, or you're going to be wanting to take them out. Yeah. yeah, I want a bigger one. I want a bigger one. They always want a bigger one to begin with, but smaller ones actually take off and start growing right away. There's no shock to the shock to the system, and, right? Right. Yeah. So, exactly. like with larger ones, sometimes it takes two, three years for them to start growing again after being dug out and replanted but the smaller ones catch up to them and <laughs> because they're they take off and start growing right away you know, yeah so, well uh, these are great i'm mm-hmm. so excited i can't wait to do some more color carts with you because oh, yeah, i feel yeah, like yeah. some of these are going to be on that cart yes oh definitely and yeah. uh, see what continues to arrive and yeah. uh, come mm-hmm. out there and you're you're out there on the nursery lot of, oh, on sure. the weekends for sure yeah right for yeah, people so. who have questions sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little overwhelming when you are trying to figure out yeah. where or what plants to get. When people come out to the nursery lot, what is your best recommendation of how they can be prepared to um, have a conversation with you? Yeah, definitely. We like to have you bring pictures. Sometimes, you know, if you have a real small cell phone or something. Oh, I mean, you're trying to look, <laughs> you're trying to both peering over the cell phone and, and the a, sunshine. And, and study out everything else. Yeah, so print off some <laughs> pictures, bring them out. Yeah, print them out or bring it, if you have it on your iPad or something like that, it makes it a little bit easier. And also dimensions really make a difference too. You know, some people don't you know they bring out a picture but they don't know how long the area is or they don't know if it's on the east side or the west side of the that is a challenge you definitely we need to know (laughs) i know i'll see well what direction does it face well this one this side my side of my house faces the road well that doesn't help me (laughs) i don't know it faces the neighbor's house across the street (laughs) is that north I'm not sure. So, yeah, I've actually had couples get into a fight as to which way their house faces. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just a little lot, subtle, a lot of arguments. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank God for Google Maps. You can just pull that up and yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah, there. Well, I like when people print stuff out when they come, if you can, because then you can actually draw on there yeah, yeah. Uh, and make notes on there so sure. that they remember the conversation or what you recommended. Yeah, definitely. Kind of yeah. So, yeah, we love do-it-yourselfers if you like to get your hands dirty. Yo, weekend warriors. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, the worst thing in spring is clean fingernails. Oh, yeah, but we don't, we don't like clean no, fingernails. No, yeah, <laughs> even if I wear gloves, I don't have clean fingernails. I know. Just, yeah, and I don't even have to apologize for it. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, uh, right. yeah I'm proud of my dirty fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I've been. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked hard for these. <laughs> yes, yes. It's called I Did It Myself. Yeah, right. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so remember to... Use a lot of the planting mix, the compost, and also the mulch are really important for any of your new plantings, in the, no matter what time of the year you're planting. So Yeah, and, that's uh, super helpful. We have a new watering guide this year that we can give you, so you'll know how to take care of your plants and get your what starter fertilizer you should use. And uh, Oh, that's so, awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a brochure, and you could get a lot of reading to do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of homework for your new little pets. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> All right, Dad. Well, this was a lot of fun, and we'll see you out there Uh um, every day. (laughs) The sun's going to be out a lot more now. Yes, we're headed in the right direction. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, we'll see you soon. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.